Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. It is a 6.36 joining us for our first Israel report of the morning. Rolene Marks live from Israel. Rolene, a very good morning. Shavua Tov. How was your weekend? Shavua Tov. You know, I was just saying to, to Harry uh, as I was waiting to cross through, you know, this is life under fire. You know, mm. you, you have a weekend. It's disrupted by barrages of rockets. Uh, you know, we're, we, we're anxious. We live in a state of high adrenaline and high anxiety. But, uh, you know, we're getting the job done. Yeah. But, uh, so is it happening? I mean, is the job getting done? It's, it's so difficult to get accurate information out of, out of Israel, out of Gaza. The hospital seems to be becoming more and more of a focus. It started off being a focus uh, when there, we had this hysterical reaction. The message there is leave this hospital alone. Maybe now we're understanding why. But uh, how do we know what is really happening in, uh, in and around Gaza? I don't know how it's some of the WhatsApps I get all day long. You know, you would assume that people are in Gaza, you know, yeah, sending, it would seem. sending, sending WhatsApps, pray now, it's an emergency situation, blah, blah, blah. I got one of those this uh, morning, guys. actually. I did get one of those oh. this morning. Um, stop what you're doing and, and pray. I mean, and, and who knows if what's true and not true. And this is the unnerving thing. Uh, how do we know? Well, exactly. You know, our, uh, our army is not going to be sending anybody WhatsApps from the Gaza Strip. So, so, so just putting that out there. So if you think you're getting messages from the army in the Gaza Strip, it's time to delete that message. But, uh, <laughs> okay, what do, fine. what do we know? We know from the, the updates coming in from the IDF spokespersons unit that they have, uh, completely surrounded Gaza City and they've, and they've cut off the Gaza Strip into the north and the south. They're focusing on where the high concentration of terrorists are. Now, it doesn't mean that they're not striking targets in the, in the south. If there are military targets, they will strike them. However, the safer. The South is much safer. So let's talk about the hospital. Let's talk about Al-Shifa Hospital, Mm -hmm. which unbelievably, Howard, was the scene of movie time um, on on Saturday night. You know, all the buildings were lit and there were floodlights and and people in Gaza managed to watch some of the body cam footage of Hamas. I mean, I don't know, but uh, on my planet, when there's no electricity, those types of things aren't uh, so easily done. But that, so but that was in, interesting in of itself because uh, what I saw when I when uh, you know when we saw all of these I don't know hundreds or thousands I don't know how many people were there watching this big open air screen uh, this this screen open air screen and the lights are all on. But then my initial thoughts was why is Hamas packing this place with with thousands of civilians what are they telling us by doing so well that's exactly that's exactly it and and i'm not going to deny that there's a grave humanitarian uh, crisis because there is a humanitarian crisis in in gaza however again we don't know exact numbers of combatants versus the civilians that have been killed uh you know the 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 statistics that come out of Gaza, we hear 10,000, 11,000, uh, but they are given by the Hamas-controlled um, mm, mm. health ministry. So 
we don't have exact numbers. So I would ask everybody, please, just to uh, just to be very circumspect with dealing with that. But let's talk about the ambulance strike mm, because. Mm. Uh, over the weekend, the idea of did strike an ambulance. Now, it is common knowledge uh, that Hamas use ambulances uh, as, as taxis. U.S. officials on Friday said that they had intelligence and um, uh, evidence that Hamas were packing ambulances filled with uh, uh, their fighters and trying to get them out through the rougher crossing. We've even had uh, clips from members of the Palestinian Authority saying, you know, it's known that this is what uh, Hamas does. And uh, we targeted an ambulance. And, of course, there was an outcry. Tedros Ghebreyesus from the World Health Organization, yes, I practice hard to say, surname, <laughs> and Antonio Guterres all went hysterical. They went hysterical, which prompted quite a lot of us, including Magin David Adom, to say, where were you on the 7th of October when paramedics were killed? They were found still in the driver's seat, found still with their, their uh, gloves on. Uh, you know, where were you when the RPGs were fired at our ambulances or they were shot at immediately so that uh, nobody mm, mm. could get to help people who, who, who were wounded? Our ambassador to the UN went a step further and actually tweeted out pictures of Amit, the paramedic, and some of the uh, ambulances saying, you know, you, you had nothing to say about this. Then we get to yesterday with uh, Rear Admiral Daniel Hag. Gary, he's our spokesperson, senior spokesperson from the RDF, showing the evidence of how Shifa Hospital has been used, and the Indonesian hospital as well, how they are uh, uh, underneath, how they have these metros of tunnels, how they have uh, rocket launchers buried in their grounds, how Hamas terrorists are, are firing at RDF troops from in and amongst these hospitals. Which, by international law of uh, armed conflict, turns them into legitimate military targets. It's, it's just remarkable, absolutely unbelievable that, uh, and and uh, that this is not only that this is happening, and because we shouldn't be surprised, but that the world is still fooled by this. That there is this, but yet I don't know if if, if it's just me. I'm definitely noticing less of the. Uh, the human rights activists, the ones that I actually would have in the past valued and the ones that disappointed me greatly over the last couple of weeks, they definitely seem to be a little bit more quiet or reticent about some of the information that's coming through. So now what seems to be on Twitter, and it could just be my own experience because everybody else has blocked me, but it could just be the real, real haters who are out there. What do you think? What's your... You know what? Mm? I think you're right. I think we're looking around the world thinking everybody hates us. And we are seeing these big marches. And to me, most of them look like the zombie apocalypse march of the stupid. Because mm, mm. you see these super woke people, almost like a cartoon, where their eyes are spinning around in their head, planting these ludicrous genocidal uh, statements. But what I'm noticing, and in particularly the United Kingdom, is that people have had enough. 
So there they've had enough, and in South Africa I'm noticing that some of the the former woke brigade, who I genuinely think are decent people, I'm not even, I really don't think that they have bad intentions. They are just judging Hamas by their own standard, which has been a massive problem, and therefore have been insanely critical and unfair of Israel's uh, actions. But I'm noticing that they're getting a little bit quieter, maybe just because I'm badgering them to death and they actually can't take it anymore. But, <laughs> but it's, it, it, Badger it, them. <laughs> well, I do. But, but it's, it's, I really do think that maybe there's this slow uh, recognition that, hold on a minute, maybe everything here isn't perhaps what I thought it was with Hamas. Well, exactly that. You know, I like to read the comments in articles and, and YouTube clips, and, and I can speak to to the United Kingdom. They have had enough. Mm. Uh, if there is a march this weekend, there is, uh, I, I predict a massive clash. Uh, you know, I noticed a lot of people tweeting out yesterday the difference between the marches on Saturday, which were, uh, for want of a better word, pro Hamas, because there was incitement, police officers were assaulted, uh, property was defaced, fireworks were uh, were thrown, compared to yesterday's dignified vigil, uh, singing God save the king, and people are saying, look at the difference. There is this inti- there, there is this intimidation. There is this lack of respect for for our country uh, by these protesters compared to what we're seeing on the other side. And you know, maybe uh, you know Israel is. Is right, and and I'm looking through the comments, and and what I see the majority of is God bless Israel. So we do have that support. It's the silent majority, and uh, I, I think what we would love so much is for them not to be so silent. Absolutely right. That is where we leave it, Raleigh. Mark, thank you as always for bringing us up to date. For that was the first Israel report of the morning.